0: So let's round off some of the halachas of Erev and Kippur as we head towards the night of Yom Kippur, and then we'll get to the halachas of Yom Kippur itself. So before people leave to shul, right before Yom Kippur, there's a minog that one will give his children, the parents will give their children a bracha of either Yassim Chalhim Ke menashe, or Yassimei Chalikim Kisar Racha Vuleya, depending on if it's a boy or a girl. And some have the practice that both parents Give a bracha to the child to have a good year. It's a bakasha, takadash baruchu. It's a beautiful nusuch. All the machzarim have it. Additionally, there's a mitzvah of Tosefes, yom Kippur, that we should add time to Yom Kippur. And therefore, that's one of the reasons why your classic shul schedule will have kol nidre scheduled even before sunset. And typically, you don't have to dav marv. Even, so many already have dav and mincha earlier in the day. So really person can come to shul an hour after Shagir, but the reason why we get people to come earlier is we want people to be kind to Yom Kippur, to add a few minutes to Yom Kippur and don't take on Yom Kippur right by sunset. In general, women uh, do to Yom Kippur when they light candles. So if a man is lighting candles, he could already accept that, although if you're driving to shul, so you should not accept Yom Kippur at that point. But we assume that at the start of Konidre, we all accept to, uh, to take upon Yom Kippur. And at that point, one cannot eat anymore. And obviously, you cannot do malachah. You cannot do any of the malachas that you cannot do on Yom Kippur. The Chayadam, brings, he actually authored the tefillah of Zaka Tfila Zakah. It's brought down in all the It's actually the Chayadam in Kla Kuf Memdala. Towards the end, he just goes off after Kol Nidre, he says to say it, so many have the minute to say it before Kol Nidre, as you typically do not have time in Shul to say it after Kol Nidre. So many come to Shul early, they'll come early, and they'll say, zaka. there is a change in the Nusuf. The Chavetz Chaim, when he brings this down, he he thought that we should take one of the paragraphs at the end, which is which basically says that a person is... Saying a moichel people. So he says, instead of leaving this till the end, where well, you might not get to it, it's a bunch of it's a, it's a bunch of paragraphs, a couple pages of, of mm-hmm. Davnik, you might not get to it. You might have to catch up to the to the to the tzibor. So he says it's better to say that part in middle of tfilazako to announce that a person is Moichel, everyone that might have done something wrong to them. If someone has an exception to this, so you can verbalize it, or it talks about it. There's a certain financial consideration. Let's say a person owes you money, and it, you don't want to be maychol, because if you're you of a pet, and that person doesn't owe you money anymore. So halachically, you don't want to be maychol. So there's a clause for that, that the things that I could get back in a or that I could try to get my money back, so I'm not maychol him for that. One could actually say something, that I'm maychol the Avla, that let's say a person stole money from you, so you could say I'm... I, I don't want any harm to uh, befall him. I'm the chet. but I still want my money back. I still want that account uh, receivable. So I'm not morechol m'alev shalem, really, or you're moichel somewhat. You just don't want your friend to, uh, to go to, uh, to to be put in the Sifre Mason. Although at the end of the day, if a person owes someone money, and rightfully so, he has to pay him back. If you don't pay him back, that itself is a chet, and... If a person does owe people money, so you should you should pay back. <clears throat> so there's a minog that we wear a talis at night. Typically, we do not wear a t- talis at night. There are some chassidim that every Friday night they wear a talis, but typically we do not wear talis. T- uh, our-, our talis at night, except for in Kippur. So some say some type of we're trying to be like the malachim and we're dressed in uh, dressed in white. There are diff- various reasons brought down why we wear a talis, not even Kippur. However, the Muslims say that although the minig is to wear a talas at night, one should not make a bracha on their talas at night. Just like all year round, there's a machlick is the rush, and the rambam if one is hived to wear a at night. It, does that mean Prat that there is no mitzvah of wearing tittus at night? Or does that mean it's only talking about pajamas, things that typically are worn at night do not need tzitzit? Machlekes is r- rambam and the rush and therefore we say do not make a bracha when a person wears talus or sits at night. So, one of the reasons why, again, one of the reasons why I call is early, so that people come early to shul and make a bracha on their talus before shkia. What if a person comes late or they forgot to put on their talus until after shkia, until after sunset? So the Magan Avram says that still, if it's still not too dark, you could still make a bracha on the talus. Why is that? So first of all, it's a suffix anyways, if Shkia is the start of night, perhaps, you know, night is really tzitzik I mean, everyone agrees night is tzitzik but the mechleikas would be when what's well, been hashmashas. So in general, you have a safik Additionally, he says, that it doesn't say night and day when it comes to tzitzik. The only makar for not wearing tzitzik at night would be from the fact that the Torah says, or my said, they have to be able to see it. So he says, a few minutes after Shkiah, you can still see. You can still see your tittus. So it, it cannot be that sunset is the cutoff time for when night, for when the bracha of titzis can still be said. And therefore, he says you have a few minutes. So if you come late to shul, as long as it's not dark outside, according to the Magen Ram, it's quoted by the Mishnah Bura in Halchos a person is still allowed to say a bracha on their talis. There's a minog to wear a kittle that all uh, married, in, in Ashkenazi circles, all the married men, they wear a kittle on Yom Kippur. A couple of reasons brought down, the mishabur brings, the Chayadam brings down because we are like mesim, that we're dressed in a certain, certain garments, like dead people. Some bring down that we're like the malachim, dressed like that. Different, different reasons brought down. There's a minog amongst the, in the yeshiva world, that a, that a chassan, or not a chassan really, but someone who's in Shana rishona, recently getting married, they do not wear a kittal. So it's very difficult to find the makar for this. Why exactly you would not wear a kittal the first year of one's marriage? Perhaps you don't want to be, remind, be reminded of Avelos, of Misa, perhaps. Therefore the Paiskim say, the, the Paiskim, when they discuss it, they say, if a person has a minug, so follow your minog. But if you do not have a minug and you're not sure, should I wear a kittle or not? So halachically, we would say you should wear a kittle. You should wear a kittle because there really is no makar why Shana Rishana should be different than the rest of your life in regarding the, the minog of wearing a kittel. So if someone asks shayla, if they have a minog, okay, so go with the minog. Some have a minog to wear, some have a minog not to wear it. If you do not have a minog, so then if you don't have a minog not to wear the kittle, one should wear a kittle, even during the first year of their marriage, okay. <clears throat> there's a discussion in the Paiskim in previous years, way back in the prima and earlier. If there's a if there's actually a mitzvah to light candles halakas neiros on Yom Kippur, do we make a bracha when lighting halakas neris However, the Minog you look at all the machzarim, the the later achronim, they all say that our Minog is to make a bracha of of L'Halik Ner. when it comes to Yom Kippur, you see your typical bracha of Asha'i Yom it's from When a woman makes that bracha, additionally she should say, Shekhyonu v'kimano v'gyano Yom Kippur has a of yantif, so we do say the bracha of Shekhyonu. When do the men say Shekhyonu? So typically men will say the Shekhyonu by Kiddush, but in Yom Kippur, we do not make Kiddush. So therefore... In shul, after Kol Nidre, the minak is that the Chazan or the Rav they get up and say Shachianu, and usually you, everyone, everyone in the in the crowd, they'll say the Shachianu together with the with the Chazan. If a person is, if a man is lighting candles on his own, so some say he could say Shachianu. Then, even though he's going to be doing malacha later on it's still part of the part of the if you can still say Shekhi although the minog is to still just to wait until you say it uh, in shul. Okay, there's a minog uh, to say kol nidre. Kol nidre, again, we, we discussed this previously when we, when we discussed at and that kol nidre is based on the Gemara. The Gemara Ndarem says a person who wants to make an announcement that all the Nidharam he makes during this year should be nullified, it should not take play, should not take effect, so at the beginning of the year you can make this announcement. So that's why we say kol nidre, there are various reasons, api makshava, api kabbalah, why this is the beginning of Yom Kippur. Why is this what, we're, what we are uh, starting the day with? But that is still brought down to begin the day with, uh, with Kol Nidre. Okay, so that's basically the halachas and the menhagim of, of Yom Kippur. Mriteshem tomorrow and the next couple of days, we have just a few more shiurim before Yom Kippur. We'll try to get into the halachas of of the khameshah sinuyam of what we cannot do on Yom Kippur eating and drinking and all those other halachot we will get to that as we continue our 12 minute halacha series